Hey everybody, it's Pastor Will. Welcome or welcome back to the Brazos Fellowship Podcast. Thank you for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following presentation inspires you to take the next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. Well, good morning, Brazos Fellowship. All right. Good to see you guys today on this last day of spring break 2023, right? It's probably not the best way to intro for high energy. How about, how about this? We are one day closer to summer break. That sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, great to see you guys today. My name is Sam. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. My role is that I'm the director of ministry environments here at Brazos Fellowship. Uh, so thank you guys so much. If you were here last week, you remember Pastor Sean brought a message called The Principle of the Path. It was a powerful, powerful message. If you missed it, I want you to get online this afternoon or sometime this week, write yourself a reminder, put it in your calendar, and get online and watch that message. However, spoiler alert here, the principle of the path is this, is that direction determines destination. Direction always determines destination in every area of our life. If I want to go to the mountains, and I love going to the mountains, if I want to go to the mountains, and this afternoon I get in my vehicle and pull out onto Highway 6, and I start heading south in a few hours, where am I going to end up? At the beach, right? Because direction determines destination. And if I want to start saving my money and buy a new vehicle a year from now, but tomorrow morning I get up and I stop and get a $5 coffee on my way to work, and I do that again Tuesday and Wednesday and every day, what am I going to be driving a year from now? My same old vehicle, right? Because direction determines destination. And some of you have experienced this in your own life in some very painful ways, and it's caused heartbreak and brokenness. Maybe for you, maybe it was your marriage. You wanted a great marriage, and you started off and said, we're going to have a great, we're, we're not going to let what happened to our parents happen to us. But early on, you didn't see warning signs, and you didn't make it a, a, a priority about, to honor your spouse. You didn't communicate well, and you waited too long to get help. And before you know it, you're picking up the pieces, and it's because direction determines destination. So I just want you to think right now, what direction is your life going what direction are your finances going? What direction is your faith going? What direction are your relationships going? What direction is your parenting going? If you're in school, what direction are your grades going? You want to know how it's going to turn out? Zoom out. Just zoom out and see what's at the end of that road. Because direction determines destination. Just the other day, uh, I was taking my son, and we were going to some baseball fields here uh, locally that we had never been to before. And so I did, you know, what, what I do and what you do, what we all do. I asked Siri for directions, right? And uh, so I pulled up the map. The map came up on the screen, and we started following the map, right? And all, before long, I realized something just doesn't seem right. Because Siri took us off the main road and into kind of a closed-off, secluded neighborhood, just, it just didn't feel right. And so I pulled over and I zoomed the map out to see where we were going to end up. And where we, the blue line ended on the map was at the end of a dead-end road. And I thought, well, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's a new road there. Maybe there's something. And so we went, and guess where we ended up? At the end of a dead-end road, right? 
We could see the baseball fields. We just couldn't get to the baseball fields. Siri, that day for, for me, proved to be a bad companion. And that's what I want to talk about today. Not Siri. I want to talk about companions. Because the right companions in our life are going to help us get to the right destination. And the wrong companions are going to help us get to the wrong destination. The people in our life have so much power to influence us. The people closest, the voices we're listening to, have so much power to influence uh, where we're headed, our destination. This past week, uh, over spring break, we didn't do a whole lot over spring break, kind of hung around town. And so I thought, what better time in the life of my 11-year-old son than to introduce him to the great Rocky Balboa, the Italian stallion, right? You know who I'm talking about. One of the greatest movie franchises of all time. So we started with Rocky One early in the week. Rocky One is not the best movie of the series. It's not the worst, but not the best movie of the series. It starts pretty slow. I think it's what they call in the industry character development, maybe. So they're developing the characters, and as we begin to get to know about Rocky and his character and who he is as a person and his values, there's a scene early in the movie where he's walking through this rough Philadelphia neighborhood where he lives, and it's night, and he's talking to some of the neighborhood kids out there, and he makes this statement to one of the kids. He says this. He says, you hang out with not, well, listen, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Pastor Will is awesome at doing the impersonation. I'm just going to read it, all right? You hang out with nice people, you get nice friends. You hang out with smart people, you get smart friends. You hang out with yo-yos, you get yo-yo friends. You see? Simple mathematics. And it's so true. What Rocky is teaching, trying to teach and communicate to these neighborhood kids is that the people around you make a difference in your life. And here's why. It's because your friends will determine the quality and the direction of your life. Your friends are going to determine the quality and the direction of your life. Parents, you know this, don't you? It's why we stay up worrying about who our kids are friends with, right? Right? Listen, it's why we stalk them on Facebook. <laughs> you know it's true. You do this. I do this. We know where their dad works. We know their mom's favorite drink at Starbucks. We know where they went on vacation last month. We have a huge advantage over what our parents had, don't we? Our parents worried about our friends. We just have the advantage of being able to learn more about them online. It's why we do that, though. It's why we worry about who our kids are communicating with online. It's why we worry about who they're hanging out with on the weekend. It's because you remember what you did when you were that age, and you remember who you were with, right? But the principle is not just true for our kids. It's true for us also. It's true for you. It's true for me. Our friends influence the direction of our life. We can think about it. We can think about times, I can think about times, decisions I've made and regrets I've had. And there was always somebody there, somebody I shouldn't have been listening to, somebody I should have kept at arm's length, and they were right there leading me down a direction I shouldn't have gone, or at the very least, they weren't keeping me from going in that direction. Our friends determine the quality and the direction of our life. It doesn't mean I'm not responsible for the decisions that I make. And it doesn't mean that you're not responsible for the decisions that you make, because we are, right? But what it does mean is that there are people in our lives that influence us, because we give them the power to influence us, just from proximity alone. 
and they're going to influence the direction of our life. And remember, direction determines destination. So we have to be so careful. We have to be so vigilant. God has graciously placed a handful of people out of the seven and a half billion people in the world. He's graciously placed a handful of people in your life. One or two or three, I don't know how many. But people who are good friends, who are going to help you move in the right directions. And we, we have those people around us. I pray that you have those people around you. But every one of us are also surrounded by people who intentionally or unintentionally are trying to sabotage us, sabotage the direction that we're going. And it's because we let them, just by proximity, remember? We let them help us move in the wrong direction. And before long, we're going to look up and we're going to wonder, where did it go wrong? Where, where did my marriage get off track? Well, remember, it's my responsibility, but I had friends telling me, you know what? They should understand. You deserve better than that. Where did my finances get off track? It's my responsibility, but I have friends telling me, you know what? You, you've worked hard. You deserve it. Go, go buy that new truck. You've worked hard. You deserve that elaborate vacation. Just put it on the credit card. Worry about it later. It's my responsibility, but my grades have gone down. It's because I have friends around me telling me, you know what? Don't worry about it right now. Well, let's go out. Let's, you can study later. You can work on that project later. How did I end up here? It was because we have people around us who live like life is not connected, that what we do today is not going to affect tomorrow. Just last week, Pastor Sean helped us discover the definition of the wise builder in Jesus' parable of the wise and foolish builder in Matthew chapter 7. The wise builder or the wise person is the person who lives as if life is connected, right? That what we do today is going to affect tomorrow, and what we did yesterday affects today. And so it's so important that we make sure we're surrounding ourselves with wise people, with wise friends, the voices we're listening to, the people we allow in our inner circle, because our friends determine the quality and the direction of our life. See, we become like the people that we're around. Several years ago, Dr. Morin Cerf did a, a, a study. He's a neuroscientist at Northwestern University. And this is what he discovered. The more we study engagement, we see time and again that just being next to certain people. Did you catch that? Just being next to certain people actually aligns your brain with them. This means the people you hang out with actually have an impact on your engagement with reality beyond what you can explain. And one of the effects is that you become alike. So if he, he was putting this in Rocky's terms, if you spend time with smart people, you're going to become smarter. If you spend time with yo-yos, you're going to become a yo-yo, right? His conclusion is this. The most important decision is who you surround yourself with. The most important decision you make is who you surround yourself with. Listen, this isn't a new concept. The Apostle Paul taught this in 1 Corinthians when he wrote this. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Several years ago, right about this time of the year, I was um, listening to um, talk radio. It's what you do when you reach a certain age. I was listening to talk radio, and I was listening to um, uh, John Kincaid. He's a, he's a radio, uh, a sports radio show host. Um, and he was interviewing uh, Randy Cross. Randy Cross is an NFL analyst. 
And uh, it was right about this time of the year, and if you know anything about the NFL, you know that the, uh, the draft is coming up next month. And so in these weeks and these months leading up to the draft, um, NFL hopefuls, they want to showcase their abilities. And so they'll go to the NFL Combine. They will uh, do private workouts for teams if they're invited to do that. They'll go to college pro days. And in many cases, a team will want to interview uh, prospective draft picks. And so uh, John Kincaid asks Randy Cross, he says, if an NFL team asked you to be a consultant and they asked you to sit in the room when they do the interviews with prospective players and they say, we want you to ask the best question of a candidate. We want you to ask the best question. What do you ask? And this was his response. He says, you get to know a lot about people by asking them about what? Their friends and the people they associate with, and who they're closest to. In other words, who have they surrounded themselves with? Who are they keeping company with? So listen, this principle that you've experienced in your life, I've experienced it in my life. As parents, we know this is true. The Apostle Paul knew it was true. Neuroscientists have proven through research that it's true. NFL analysts know it's true. This is a principle, though, that God laid out long before any of, any of us, long before any of those groups of people. He wrote about this. He gives us this instruction through Solomon, uh, who was inspired by the Holy Spirit and wrote Proverbs. And in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, Solomon writes this. The one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. The one who walks with the wise will become wise but a companion of fools will suffer harm. The, the one, that's, that's you, that's me, that's anybody in all time throughout all of history. The one. Nobody is exempt from this, all right? So don't say, no, 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 this doesn't apply to me. This is everybody. Nobody is exempt with this. The one who walks with, to walk with is to do life with, to surround yourself with, the voices that you listen to, the people that you spend time with, the, per the people that you link your lives up with, the one who walks with who? The wise. Who are the wise? Well, like I said a while ago, those are the people who make decisions and know that the past is connected to the present and the present is connected to the future. They're the people who know that you reap what you sow. They're the people who know that the decisions you make today about your marriage, about your job, about your money, about your children, about your faith, the decisions you make today are, are gonna affect your tomorrow. And so have you linked your life with somebody who's wise? Have you surrounded yourself with people who are wise? If so, Solomon says this. He says, you will become wise. You're going to make wise decisions. You're going to move in the direction that you want to go. That's the result. But then he goes on, he says this, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. If your companions, your friends, the people closest to you, the voices that you're listening to, maybe not even in person, but online or on television. If your companions are fools, if they live as life as if life isn't connected, if they're talking as if life isn't connected. So you might as well do today what you want. You might as well get today what you want. Let's worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. He says this, he says, you're gonna suffer harm. In other words, you're setting yourself up for unnecessary trouble is what's happening. You're walking towards trouble. That's the direction that you're going. 
It's the direction your life is going. It's the direction that your finances are going. It's the direction your faith is going. It's the direction your marriage, your relationships, your grades, your parenting, whatever that thing is, it's the direction that you're going. And remember, direction determines destination. So I think our uh, NFL analyst friend, Randy Cross, was onto something. He's saying basically the best predictor of the future of an NFL pick It's not their talent, it's who they're hanging out with. It's their friends. See, the the talent's not gonna change. You know what you're getting talent-wise. By the time somebody reaches the draft, there's plenty of tape. You know how fast they are, you know how strong they are, you know their footwork, you know how their game smarts are. You know what you're getting talent-wise. What you wanna know is who are they surrounding themselves with? Who are their friends? Are they linking up with people who are wise? and who are gonna set them up to be wise and make wise decisions? Are they surrounding themselves with fools who are setting them up to suffer unnecessary, avoidable trouble? That's what Solomon is talking about. The one who, (laughs) I've forgotten the verse now. The one who walks with, the one who walks with the wise will become wise but a companion of fools will suffer harm. Your friends are gonna determine the quality and the direction of your life. Through proximity, you've given them the power to influence your life. You've given them the power to influence how you spend money and how you save money. You've given them the power to influence who you date and how you date. And remember, because today is connected to tomorrow, you've given them the, in, the, the, the power to influence your future marriage. You've given them the power to influence how you prioritize your kids and how you approach your job. You've given them the power to influence how you honor and love your spouse. They have the power to influence the direction of your life. And remember, direction determines destination. So the question is, who are you linking your life with that's setting you up to be wise? And who are you linking your life with who is a fool, who is setting you up to suffer harm? And the concept is simple. If you'll make more time and space for those people who are wise in your life, and you'll create some distance between you and those people who are unwise, you'll go a long way towards making sure that your life is moving in the right direction. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, well, listen, that's all well and good, but I don't need anybody. I don't need any companions, right? I'm good all by myself. And I just want to tell you, as a a card-carrying introvert myself, there are days that I wish this was true. But it's simply not true. You can think back, and I can think back on those pivotal circumstances in life, those pivotal moments, those times where maybe things could have gone horribly wrong and they didn't or could have gone horribly wrong and they did and there was somebody there there was somebody there with you somebody that you look back and you think I couldn't have made it through that without them or there's somebody there and you think there was somebody there that was leading me down the wrong direction see we don't we don't live like this as much as we say we want to there are people in our lives there are voices that we're listening to that are influencing our life positively or negatively And we don't live like this because we can't live like this. Because here's the thing, you were created in the image of God. And God is a relational 
being. So he's created you to be relational, to have relationships with other people. You can't live like this. And so maybe you're saying, well, you know what? It's just, it's just, it's just me and Jesus, though. It's just me and Jesus. I've tried this also. I've tried this. I have a grandmother that actually said that same exact thing her entire life that I knew her. It's just me and Jesus. I don't need anybody else. But here's what I saw in her life. Here's what I saw her experience. Here's what I experienced myself when I tried this. There's just kind of this this, uh, lingering loneliness and bitterness. There's this undercurrent in life that something is just not quite right. And the reason is because something's not right because we were created to have relationships. Even Jesus didn't say, well, it's just me and me. <laughs> no, he, he, he invited some people to be a part of his life. He invited some people to walk through life with, to go through the highs of life and the lows of life and just the everyday humdrum of life. He invited some people. And of those, he even invited a handful, just three guys, to be kind of his inner circle. Jesus modeled for us what this looks like. And so whether you're here today or you're listening online, whether you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, the truth is that you don't live like this. None of us live like this. We have people that influence us, and we can't live like this. We need other people because it's the way that we were created. And so we have to be so very careful to make sure that we're allowing the right people wise people into our life. We're listening to wise voices and that we're setting some distance between us and those people who are not wise, those people who are fools, those people that Rocky would call yo-yos. And so how do we do that? Well, I'm going to give two things and then I'm going to be done, all right? Thing number one is this, set some boundaries. Set some boundaries. Set some boundaries for those friends who you love them, right? That's what's going to make this difficult. You love them, but you know that they're not making wise decisions. You love them, but you know that they're not living as if life is connected. You love them, but you know that they're leading you in directions that you don't need to be going. And ultimately, your destination is determined by your direction. So you've got to set some boundaries around those people. Here's some warning signs about just some of those people, maybe, that you might need to set some boundaries. When you catch yourself pretending to be someone other than who you really are. If you catch yourself pretending to be someone other than who you really are, you have to pretend to be somebody. You have to be fake around somebody. Those are people you probably need to set some boundaries around. Here's another one. When you feel the pressure from others to compromise. Not when you compromise, Just when you feel the pressure to compromise from others. Those are some people that you need to set some boundaries around. And one more, when you tell yourself, I'll go, but I won't participate. Listen, why why do we do this? What would you do if your 15-year-old daughter said this? You're going to set some boundaries for her, aren't you? So why do we let ourselves get away with this? Just a few warning signs. You know when you need to set some boundaries around some people. When your friends aren't moving in the direction that your life needs to be moving. And you can zoom out and you can see what's at the end of that road and it's the wrong destination. They're not contributing to you making good decisions. It's been said that you are the the average of your five closest friends. Maybe it's that one friend or those couple of friends who are bringing the average way down. 
And, and I get it. It sounds really harsh and critical and judgmental, but it's not judgmental. There's a difference between judgmental and exercising good judgment. See, being judgmental is that I make a harsh or critical conclusion about you, and I expect you to change. I expect you to be different, to act different. But exercising good judgment is when I make a conclusion about myself and when you make a conclusion about yourself and based on wisdom, in light of my past experiences, my present reality, and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Because life is connected and I'm making a conclusion about myself and I choose to do the wise thing. So there's a difference between being judgmental and exercising good judgment and by setting boundaries, and making the decision to walk with the wise, you're exercising good judgment. Paul says this in Ephesians chapter five. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Instructs, be very careful, not as unwise, but as wise. And setting boundaries, creating some space between you and those people closest to you who are living unwise lives, making unwise decisions is a way that you can be very careful with your life. So set some boundaries is number one. Number two is this. Put yourself in the right environments. Put yourself in the right environments. Put yourself in the right environments to be around people who are wise people, who are making good decisions, who wants what's best for you. More important than that, who want for you what God wants for you. Put yourself in the right environments. And I can't tell you what all those right environments are for you, but you probably know, and more important, you know what the wrong environments are, don't you? I will tell you this, this is a great place to start. Being in church is a great place to start. And it doesn't mean that everybody here is gonna be an inner circle type of friend. And it doesn't even mean that everybody here is gonna fall into the category of wise, but it's a great place to start. So put yourself in the right environments where you're going to be more likely to be around people who are going to help you move in the direction that you know your life needs to be moving. Well, just imagine for just a minute. If you can take yourself back, maybe it was a year, maybe five years, maybe 20 years, I don't know. I've got my 30-year high school reunion coming up this summer. It's a long time ago for me. Take yourself back to that moment of your biggest regret. And imagine if you had somebody wise next to you. Somebody who could have stepped in and said, no, that's a bad decision. This is going to affect your tomorrow. A year from now, you're going to regret this. Ten years from now, 30 years from now, whatever it is, imagine if you'd have had somebody wise next to you. Listen, it's, it's, what, it's what you want for your kids, Right? Moms and dads, it's what we stay up late into the night praying for, for our kids. That there's somebody wise, that they have a friend, one friend who's going to be a positive influence and going to stop them before they get to the edge of the cliff and go, nope, we're not going there. It's not the wise thing to do. It's what we want for our kids. It's what we wish we had in college. It's what should have been there that that time that thing happened, whatever that thing was. Well, here's the thing. The truth is we can't go back and change the past, can we? But what we can do is we can leverage this principle to change our future. 
And so just for the next couple of minutes, I want you to consider a few questions. I think it's worth taking a minute, slow down, and think through these questions. Number one is this. Who are you walking with? Who are the people that you're walking with? Who are your, the, your inner circle, your closest friends? Maybe the voices you're listening to. Who are you walking with? Who do you need to keep walking with? Of that group, which ones are wise? Which ones are setting you up to make wise decisions? Who do you need to keep walking with? Who do you need to stop walking with? This one's tougher because it's hard. But there's somebody in your life that maybe you need to set some boundaries around. You need to stop walking so close with them. Who do you need to start walking with? And maybe you don't know, but maybe the question for you on this one is, what are the environments that you need to place yourself in so you can find the person you need to start walking with, right? And one other question I want you to consider. Who needs you to start walking with them? Because there's somebody that God's placed you in their life to be a wise friend, to go deep, to help them make wise decisions, to step into the mess, to help them see that life is connected. So who do you need to start walking with? Well, here's why, here's why I feel so strongly about this. I think it's, it's partly because of what I do. And every week I sit down with people and I hear stories and they're just heartbreaking stories over and over. It's partly because of the world we live in it's partly because of uh, just my perspective as a parent. It's partly because I know myself and I know my own biggest regrets. And it's partly because tomorrow morning, right here in our own community, there are going to be thousands of people that wake up and they're going to stumble into the bathroom and they're going to look into the mirror and they're going to wonder. They're going to ask, how did this happen? How did I get here? And the, question, the answer to that question is always the same. Direction. It's the direction you've been going because direction determines destination. And we know that our friends determine the quality and direction of our life. And so it's so important to walk with the wise, the one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. You can leverage that. There's an opportunity for you to step into that no matter what your yesterday was. There's, a, there's an opportunity for you to take today and move forward and decide, yes, I'm going to walk with the wise. The one who walks with the wise becomes wise. Let's pray. God, in these moments right now, I just uh, acknowledge that for some people in this room, this message has been really encouraging because we have great people around us. We have wise friends. And it's because you are so good. Just like we sang a few minutes ago, you are so good and you've dropped these people into our lives and so right now, we just want to thank you, God, for the wise friends that you've put in our lives, the right people that you've put in our lives. And right now, names and faces are coming to mind. We're so grateful for those people, God. Thank you for those people in my life.
those wise friends. But God, I also know that this has been really challenging for some of us because there are friends in our lives who we love, but we know that they're not leading us in good directions, in the right direction. And we know the wise thing to do is going to be to set some boundaries, to create some distance between us and them. God, is so difficult, but it's so worth it. So for those of us just struggling with how do we do this? How do we live this out tomorrow? God, I pray for wisdom and boldness and just a renewed passion to move in the right direction in our lives. So much so that we would be willing to say, you know what, I'm surrendering all. I'm, sur I'm giving everything to you. And that includes my friendships, God. And so the friends that I need to distance myself from, I'm willing to do that. And as we think about who we need to start walking with, God, there are some people in this room today who need to start walking for the very first time with you. That's the decision, that's the step that they need to take today to respond to the invitation that Jesus gives when he says, follow me. And if that's you this morning, I want to give you the opportunity to say yes to Jesus, to walking with Jesus for the very first time maybe in your life. And you can just simply pray a prayer in your heart. God knows your heart and he knows your mind. Say, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to walk with you. Jesus, you died on the cross for my sin. And so I accept the penalty that you've already paid. Please forgive me and be my leader. I want to walk with you. And I just, I just, just for a minute, if that's you today, man, I, I, the very best thing you can do is just acknowledge, I made that choice. I'm walking with Jesus. That's the step I'm taking today. Would you just boldly raise your hand? Nobody's looking around the room. Just raise your hand and say, I'm making that choice. God bless you. I see you. Thank you for making the choice to walk with Jesus. God bless you over here. Thank you. God, thank you that you've given that invitation to all of us and given us an opportunity to respond to you and say, I want to walk with Jesus. That's the best friend that I need in my life right now. There's nobody wiser. So thank you for changing lives today. I pray, God, that we would have the boldness to now make sure that the people around us are the right friends, leading us in the right direction. Remind us today and every day that direction determines destination and that our friends determine the quality and the direction of our lives. And help us to be good friends, the right friends. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We praise you for who you are, for what you've done, even in this room today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, thanks for listening. 
If you live in the Brazos Valley, we would love for you to engage with us at one of our weekend services. For directions, service times, and information about our fabulous children's and student environments, visit us at brazosfellowship.com. That's brazosfellowship.com.